Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the BS Report. I am your host, the one and only Banks. Uh, tonight I'm joined by uh, two very outgoing personalities. Uh, the first gentleman is our executive producer of this podcast, uh, the big dude, Soup. Welcome. Yeah, it's good to finally get this thing going. I've been in, been in talks for a while, so... Hopefully uh, the league likes and it puts a little uh, shot 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 in the arm to the league. It's a more and, uh, uh, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was going to say, and we're also joined uh, by someone no one wanted on this podcast, Keynes. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me, and fuck you. Well, that was just fantastic drop-in, Keynes. Uh, it looks like we have a caller on the line. Um, that's a good start to our podcast. For everyone listening at home, I just want to kind of run through what we do here. We just uh, sip and drink, discuss uh, daily activities of our league, which is this illustrious Madden League. Um, all the drama, all the bullshit. We're obviously in the off season, so we'll discuss some trades. Uh, the impact of those. We'll go over the season that just passed. We'll look at uh, look ahead at the draft, and just mainly to shoot the shit and have a lot of good fun. Um, and we welcome everyone who is listening. If they want to hop on, chime in, give their two cents, please. Uh, the dial-in number is on the bottom of the chat log. There's a caller ID you can punch in, and then uh, we will put you on the on the call at some point during the night. Um, uh, soup is uh anything you want to chime in here i know that uh you had a uh, uh i know you had uh, some things on your mind and and you wanted to uh briefly discuss maybe uh the league events and maybe the super bowl your thoughts on it yeah just didn't want to dive dive in too much into last season but just wanted to pay my respects to bruns and congratulate him on the super bowl victory it was a uh... He's won a lot of games in his three three years here, and he was finally able to win a Super Bowl and by beating the Bucks on uh not the Bucks but the 
Who did Ravens. Ravens, yeah, but the NFC Championship game on the beat the Bucks on that the spike play when they tried to line up and Derrick Henry didn't line up in time. So it was, I thought it was a very postseason, and I uh, just wanted to congratulate him but without spending too much time on last season. Yeah, I think Bruns and, uh, for the most part, Bruns and, and Sean have dominated the NFC. Uh, they've been in the title game or Super Bowl, I think, uh, pretty much every year that we've been running. So it's real cool that Bruns got his title. It looks like he's already shaking his team up. Same thing with Sean. Looks like he's m- wanting to move his team around and do some big things there. Uh, I, it has to be gut wrenching to have uh, his his stud rum, line, uh, running back not line up. Uh, Kane, your thoughts on the Super Bowl and the season that just passed? Uh, I mean, both uh, the championship games in both conferences were really good. Calavera and Trophy came down to the wire, and then Bruns obviously took it home in the finals and congrats to him. That was a great game. Uh, other than that, I mean, Sue pretty much nailed it. Congrats to, to Bruns and uh, looking forward to next year where hopefully my team doesn't suck. Well, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no chance. Uh, this is where we would get into the commish corner. We're going to cue the music and maybe we can lure him in. He's uh he's indisposed currently. He said he will be joining us shortly. But we do shortly. have a call, guest seven. If you want to put him on, maybe talk to him. Alright, sounds good. I don't uh guest seven, welcome to the BS report. Uh state your name. Well, wow, that's just fantastic radio. Thanks, guest seven. First caller was a success. Oh, that was a blazing success. We're off to a flying start. Do you want to explain, uh, explain your uh, mock draft you got going on and what we're going to do there? Yeah, guys. Uh, basically, <clears throat> throughout the podcast, you're going to hear this noise. And when you hear that noise, uh, we will be giving you a pick in our mock draft. Obviously, as things currently stand, the number one pick of the draft uh, belongs to the Miami Dolphins. So he's sure to fuck that up. But I will give him the correct pick, and hopefully he'll listen to me, as I've been spot on with my mock drafts, even when those who uh, go against me have been proven wrong. And it looks like we got another caller. From West Oklahoma, so we'll get that one. Cue the music. That's perfect. That's really great stuff. Welcome, Caleb. Welcome to the. (laughs) Oh, hey guys. Hey, buddy. Welcome to this podcast. We're always super excited to get the commissioners of the league on and to get to you know pick their brains and get their feelings on, on the state of the league, state of the union, if you will. Welcome, dude. Oh, hey. Thanks for, thanks for being here, guys. Way to go. What, uh, what's going on? What did I miss? Well, what we're going to do with you is we had you call in because obviously – a lot of people want to hear your input on what's going on in the league. So what you've kind of agreed to is open yourself up to an AMA style 
know, which is uh, Ask Me Anything. So if there's any calls out there who would like to ask our commissioner any questions, feel free to call in and we'll get you on. Oh, perfect. Oh, wait, I'm muted. No, I'm not muted. No, sir, you're good. We hear you loud and clear. You're good to go, man. Just make sure you mute your computer. Yeah, put your computer on mute in the background. I will. I was just looking at it. That's what I was messed up with. <laughs> it happens. It's the first. first oh, there's going to be some rough patches, but everyone will learn how it goes. So. Oh, wow. So Caleb has taken over as commission before we get a bunch of callers in a bunch of callers and they start picking your brain. Personally, how does it feel to be the head honcho of the league for the first year running? Oh, it's horrible. I don't know why anyone would want to do this. How did you become the commission? <laughs> what what happened? What was your position in the league last year? What was the transition like to becoming the commission? Oh, I was just a random random player in the league who found success on the field and then I have a good amount of friends in the league who wanted to start their own so I volunteered to do it and then Lord Nelson said let's team up so we kind of worked out the strategy of how we're going to do it it's been pretty seamless so far Kane you want to chip in my here? perspective yeah Kane let's nope. hear it What's been your least favorite thing about being commissioned? Probably the random DMs from one user in particular that coaches a team in the AFC East. Are there really GMs <laughs> fucking PMing you? All the time. Oh, my gosh. It happens, happens a lot. There's lots of it. Lots oh. of it. Unfortunately, Banks doesn't, he doesn't PM me enough. On, no, any given, on any given day, how many PMs do you think you get from the league? Oh, goodness. Really not that many. But, but uh, let's see. There are some. I get probably, it depends on if there's a lot of games. Playoff really winds it down because there's only a few people playing. So, really during the heat of the season, any given day, you can get two two different PMs. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. Are they normally just complaining about the game that they just played against the user and how they're cheating, or what? What are normally the PMs about? A lot of that. A lot of people want me to look at stuff, and then sometimes if I if it's up, then I'll look. I'll look at it. But normally, for the most part, I don't have a whole lot of problem playing with people's play styles, like G Funk and Puto. I played multiple times and had no problems with either of them. So you're Is never because you were victorious give, uh, in those games. Oh, no, I would have said the same thing if I lost. I mean, I lost to the game against you, but I didn't care. I just want to win. I'm going to go out there and play and not complain. I'm going to complain about the gameplay being shitty. Not that I got out schemed ever. I'm always going to be better than everyone always. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. That's uh, the high confidence of our commissioner right there. Uh, (laughs) Just out of curiosity, do you wish that Quartz was never able to stop the draft a couple days ago? Ooh, well, Lank would have quit immediately, but at this point he is on hiatus from the league because of tax season, so I don't know that it changed much, but it it would have looked bad. Glad we got it fixed. It was a nice little fun drama day. I almost gave him passwords to things. That would have been the worst part. Is there anything about your commission run that you have enjoyed? 
not not anything particularly. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it because I have a lot of free time, so I can do a lot of the small stuff. I've done most of the advancing and all that stuff, and it seems like it's normally pretty easy, but the app really helped out with that. Would you say you you regret taking it? Uh, no, because I was going to do what the masses wanted me to do because I wasn't going to not play Madden. So, of course, I'd not play Madden if NC Dub came back out, but that's a whole never topic. I think you My might have some with... weird feedback going with your phone. Uh-oh. I'm on a, I'm in a headset currently. Is it better now? I think the jack was just getting moved. Let me check something real quick. It does sound a little bit better now that you're messing with it. Yeah. I am muted. It's definitely you. I, I'm, when I mute you, it goes away. So we're going to step away from you for a second and see, come back to you. Jeez, man. Our commissioner ruining the first run of the podcast. <laughs> Can you believe it, guys? God, with that it. being said... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, with the first pick in the Banks Report mock draft, we have scheduled to go to the Miami Dolphins. A gentleman by the name of, <coughs> excuse me, sirs, Charles Comer, linebacker, Texas A&M. In our opinion, Charles is the most dynamic player in the draft, possibly with the best upside and pure talent we've seen in some time. We're talking Newsome-level talent, guys just at the linebacker position. We believe he can translate to be a uh, hand-in-the-ground defensive end coming off the edge, terrorizing QBs for the next 10 years. Charles Colmer is our number one pick off the board. And I believe Kane's got that pick from Saints, correct? No, I got uh, it from uh, Saints. From the Saints. That's, yeah, that's what I said. Sorry, it sounded like you said Banks. Yeah, it's oh, not no, like from the said. Saints. What trade did you get that pick in? That was a uh, draft day trade in year one of pick 1.3 for 1.7, a future second, and a first two years down the line. And can you tell a little bit about your thought process going through the season? Were you, knowing that you were going to have such a high pick with Doug, did you kind of do things differently with your team? I mean, my team kind of... uh, it played itself out. I started off terribly, and I'm just like, this isn't going well. Then Antonio Brown got hurt. Two weeks later, my quarterback got hurt, and I'd already traded RG3, and there was nothing left in free agency. I literally picked up the best quarterback grade-wise, not really overall-wise, that was left. And my season was already snowballing from there. But having Doug's pick, it just kind of gave me a positive thought. That it's like, okay, I'm going to have probably two top five picks in this draft, and, you know, now, now this season's kind of gone, and then we're going to go all in in 2019 and try to get something out of that. By all in, is are, are you saying you're going to finish 7-9? and nine? Yeah, 7-9 and nine or win my division like I did two seasons ago. <laughs> Still waiting for you to do that, thanks. Oh, man, we don't win divisions. We finish 500 in Chicago. That's how we do. Well, that's not how we do. 
we win three games and give five picks away to other teams. That's what we do. It <laughs> uh, looks like we have some guests uh, yeah. wanting to get back in here, Soup. So with that said, guest six. Let me uh, let me bring let me bring Caleb back here and see if his microphone problem is fixed. All right. Caleb, are you there? Hi, Hodor. Hey, am I live again? Wow. Unbelievable. You're live again. Is, you're live, but you're I got the purr going. Still got the purr. Let me try it without this headset. Okay. Fixed it. Yeah, life is oh, that life fix? is beautiful now. Oh, wow. It was just a headset then. How annoying. Now I have to hold my phone. Coming in, Coming in pristine. Good. Good. That's how we won it in 2017. Uh, we're we're talking about high draft picks. Do you kind of want to get in to your thoughts on tanking and what you think it does for the league? Mm, tanking is a horrible, horrible thing, and it does a lot of stupid things for the league. But then again, at the end of the season, when you know you're not going to make it, it's really hard to want to win games. Those who go full on tank from the beginning, I don't. That's pretty weak. Do you think well, you see that in a lot of the a lot of the teams? I think it's happened. I think you have instances when like a team will win, you know, make the title game in their conference and then not win a game the next year. It's crazy. <laughs> I won uh I won two games. Uh, oh, well, the point remains the same. Yeah. Injuries killed me this year. I definitely didn't go into the season thinking, Well, I'm gonna be bad. It just uh, nothing went right. Oh, is that Keynes? I didn't even know you're into. <laughs> Oh. oh, man, nice. Anyways. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with the second pick in the mock draft, the Banks Report has the Buffalo Bills taking wide receiver Ronald Heron out of LSU. To us, Heron is one of the top dynamic playmakers in this draft. Wide receiver is a position that's fairly thin this year. A lot of red diamonds out there, a lot of red flags. Heron's one of the few bright spots. A speed wide receiver with nice acceleration, good hands, and be able to uh, catch the ball in traffic. We believe the Buffalo Bills with uh, Teddy Bridgewater at QB surely could use another weapon. It's a good start for the Bills. That's what we got. Ronald's the man. Thanks. Now, what what per, uh, player in the league do you think he's most like? Um, it's tough to say. I mean, grade-wise, he looks really, really – I mean, he looks strong. Um, I don't think he's as good as Newsom, who came in a couple years ago. Um, but he's not entirely too far off, I don't think. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to be a low 80s guy right off the bat, and if he gets some nice TLC – going to make some some you know serious waves uh if he's used properly um he could win the rookie of the year obviously wide receivers uh, are going to put up stats um i'm not entirely sure who the user for the buffalo bills is at this point um but hopefully he uses him wisely yeah i know he he's uh he leans on gronkowski a lot in his passing game so this receiver should give him a nice little uh outside speed receiver to add to his uh Arsenal, so I think yeah, and help. unlike uh, a lot of like speedy guys, quick guys um, that are relatively like five eight, five nine, five ten, uh, this kid has a little bit of size to him. So you can you can flank him out wide uh, against bigger corners. 
I think you could, you know, play him inside. I, I think he could play anywhere on the field. Uh, he's going to be a dynamic player for sure. By the way, guest seven is uh, saying he's finally available to talk to us. All right, let's see. Let's bring in guest seven here. State your name, guest seven. Wow. And... That one's on Canes. Uh, He went to bat for this guy saying he was ready to talk, and nothing came through. Thanks, Canes. I think like most most Canes, uh, most things Canes touches, it turned to shit. I think it's actually guest six who wants to chat, not guest seven. So no, uh, no, Nelson says he's guest seven. So fuck off. Well, just like you, Nelson's equally fucking terrible. So both of you your lawyer, blow each other. Your little lawyer buddy just schooled your ass in court. What do you think about that? What? I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, am I live? Am I live? You are live. You are live. I, have a, I have a super trade to announce. I'm calling it a super trade. Whoa. Okay, go ahead. We have breaking news on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. It is going down in great terms. The Rams will be sending Khalil Mack, Artie Burns, Roy Kincaid, number 11 pick, a first this year and a second next, third next year for Shazier, Trufant, and Brian Scherf. Done deal. Wow. Put it in the books. Wow. Can we, <laughs> can we, re- can we repeat it again? That's a lot of moving parts. Well, Shane's yeah, ears on the move, which is giving amazing. a Mac. That was a super trade, bro. Kelso, this is how you super trade. Are you, are you looking to stay in the 3-4, or are you looking to move, move towards a 4-3? Oh, we're going to... We ran mostly 46 last year. We'll probably continue to do the same. We're just going to have to bring in a new defensive end. Not a big deal. Very replaceable. Because I still have Sheldon Richardson and Derek Wolf on the edges. How did Derek Wolf play for you last year after I traded him to Oh, yeah, like. 10 or 12 sacks. He was real solid. I had the number one rush defense in the league, according to numbers, by a couple hundred. Rundy was very great last year, despite my five losses. Ladies and gentlemen, we have another pick into the mock draft. Uh, this one is coming from the team in Miami. So the Bills, we've already slotted Charles Colmer, uh, speed linebacker slash defensive end, to start terrorizing. Um, Dolphins, let's be honest, are fucking piss poor across the board. There's a lot of holes that they can address. Uh, we're going to stay on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, to us here at the, at the um, Banks Report, we believe that Tamarcus Gilchrist is our number one cornerback on the board. He's got... With a pl- we have a plethora of DBs that we love, tons of skill, a uh, lot of grit, a lot of fire, a lot of stats. They put uh, a solid product on the field. 
But when they ran at the combine, we saw lots of disappointment and a lot of red flags. Tamarcus ran the best at the, of the elite corners. We have him slated to go to Miami, Tamarcus Gilchrist. Now we have the benefit of having the Dolphins owner on the call here. How do you think Banks has done mocking your two picks so far? Uh, without try, without giving away my draft strategy, if those are the two people I went home with, I'd be very happy. We there's been reports of you feverishly move either one or both of your picks. Are you having much? One, are you having many talks and moving them? And two, are you think you think you're getting close to making that trade? For a while, I didn't get many offers at all. They were offers for players only, and that really wasn't something I was interested in because I have, like Banks said, multiple holes on my roster. And you know what? It's fun kind of building players. Yes, I know we're later in the league, but I enjoy building players, so I kind of wanted to get young guys which limited the return I was able to get. I'm okay with that. But uh, lately, you know, I have gotten some offers. I've gotten about four different uh, GMs asking about the number one pick currently. And uh, we'll see what happens. If I get an offer I like, I will take it. If not, I will make two draft picks. I'm fine either way. Well, you have the airwaves here. What are you looking for to move one of those picks? Well, it's it's pretty obvious. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. Uh, I want picks in this draft, multiple first rounders, and uh, you know, if it's reasonable, I will. I'll take it. I mean, uh, I, I need to chime in here. Uh, more, uh, Chris Mortensen had a tweet earlier in the day saying that there was a team in the NFC that put a t- an offer on the table that was sending you two first round picks. Can you confirm or deny that he is accurate on his tweet? Uh, there is not an NFC team that has offered me two first-round picks. Mm. Are you calling Chris Mortensen a liar? I'm saying Chris Mortensen has, doesn't have all the facts. I don't have a firm offer. There have been early discussions that involve two first-round picks, but not a firm actual offer. Oh, it sounds like a whole lot of bullshit coming out of Miami, folks. Uh, soup. Backing up with that bullshit from from O'Kane's. <laughs> uh, guest six is on the line. We want to try to give him another shot here. Is okay. Let's go to guest six. You were live. Are you are you there, guest six? Hey, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Good to have you. Please state your you. please state your business. Uh, would you rank the top? five rivalries in the league? <clears throat> is that a question directed towards uh, which guest, which uh, host just here? Just a panel discussion. Just, just a panel discussion off. on the top five rivalries? Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> I think if you're going to talk about rivals in the league, um, I think there's a, a set of co-hosts on here that bicker often. Um so I think, you know, Soup and I, you can you can list our rivalry there. Uh, until he actually beats me in the league, I, I don't think I would fully put him in the top five. But until, you know, you can put it as an honorable mention, I guess. I think you have a top five rivalry, Banks, but that one's not it. <laughs> I, I agree with you, and I think I we're going to get there. I think your uh, rivalry you is in your division, and it's pretty well known. In this league, right. that's a, that's put, a better put it out rivalry. there, Caleb. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
We do oh, have well, a list, and Banks and Pluto uh, are on that list. It's got to be Banks and Pluto. I mean, there was life threats in that in that event. There were there <laughs> well, were rumors out of Minnesota that Pluto actually committed or uh, contemplated suicide after one of the uh, interactions with Banks. You know anything <laughs> about that, Banks? Uh, I, I'm gonna say that I uh, I, I did see those those reports um and i will say that they were persuasive to the to the governing body governing body of our league because they did a whole 360 after those tweets went out and the ruling in the decision of the matter went in the complete opposite direction i'm not saying the threat of self uh of killing himself swayed them but we are in the belief that it helped his cause uh, guest six here is just saying that if it was a 360, wouldn't it just be the same position? It possibly would. Uh, How about a 180? <laughs> would that work? Oh, man. That, that Brilliant comment by the guest. Guest six, identify yourself. Uh, Travis. Holy shit, it's Dick Slam. Oh, speaking of Dick Slam, we have some rivalries for you. Well, let's, let's do this. <clears throat> Canes, I know you, you took some time. And uh, you you made a, a you crafted a beautiful list of rivalries. So how about you go? For, uh, is it a top ten list? It, it is. It's about ten. It's about ten names. They're not necessarily in order. I try to keep, group them based on like user, and then each one for each user, each rivalry for each user. But we'll uh, go through. We'll uh, we'll start with people currently on the call. Since uh, guest six, aka Dick Slam, we'll uh, mention his rivalry. We had an early rivalry with Dick Slam and Banks over who would be the GM of the Bears, but that one kind of fizzled out. Currently, I would say Dick Slam is rivalry with Val and Val's lack of commitment to the league, and Dick Slam has been uh, pretty apparent about calling him out on that. Also on the chat, yeah. as we've already, we've already mentioned Soup and Banks, uh, Banks and Pudo. I also have Soup and Calevera because every once in a while, you know, Soup likes to piss Calevera off, and it usually leads to some good groupie chats. That has nothing to do with the actual game, though. He's just being a dick. Who <laughs> said the rivalries had to do with the game? They're just rivalries. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Bring it on. He's been quiet lately. Ooh. We also have uh, Banks versus the group of Oops, Sean Connery, Nelson, and Korsh. Seems like uh, Banks is always going 1v, 1v4 on that group. Well, uh, much like Roman Reigns, it's one versus all. I, I got those broad shoulders. We Superman punch them all. But to be very honest, uh, I, I think Dick Slam will, will let you know that that rivalry with that Silver Spoon crew, um, as I you know labeled them last year, that's, that's largely died off you know, in the offseason. Uh, we did battle over the Bears, but, you know, Oops negotiated a truce after, uh, you know, he backed out of uh, the challenge. So, you know, some people bend the knee. We don't here in Chicago, and that's why we are the GM of the Bears. It just sounds like Oops is a good negotiator. Well, I mean, he, he should be. I, I think he doesn't know what certain drugs are. As a defense attorney, that's not a good idea. Um, but you know, outside of that, I think he's done well to keep the peace. What drugs? What? What? I don't understand that part. Oh, he didn't. He didn't know what PCP was. Uh, thought he did. We've talked about it before. 
No, he didn't. I had to explain to him what it was. I don't think that's true. But no, I'm pretty sure that was accurate. Now, Travis, what do you think of Kane's list uh, in particular uh, about you? Do you think he's pretty spot on with the rivalries listed with you? You there, Travis? Well, we might have lost him. All right, well, I'll continue until uh, Dick Slam gets back. We have, um, going back to Val, Val and Nelson have been uh, going at it a bit lately over pretty much the same thing Val and Dick Slam have. So, you know, we got another little rivalry there. Kelso and Jimmy's probably one of my favorite ones. It's not so heated as it is funny, but it seems like they're always taking uh, shots at each other. Probably my favorite rivalry is uh, Kelso versus D. Warren. I mean, D. Warren famously made that ass quit a couple of months ago, and uh, now Kelso is back. But I think he's still stinging from that cheese-filled game there. Yeah, you know Before what? He you... did us good, though. He came back, and he was he was one of the hotter teams in the league. Uh, came back and made the playoffs, and, you know, he lost in the playoffs. But it wasn't looking good there for a while. And after a couple of weeks off, he came back and played really well. So maybe Caleb, ask Kamish, how little, how worried yeah. were you that that Kelso left? Did you think after? Yeah, I know you said after he cooled down a little bit, he'd come back, but it it, it went a couple of weeks there. Well, that's mainly because of the holidays. I figured it'd be fine as soon as everything cleared off. Wasn't really that big of a deal. I think it's been he's had a better time since rejoining and not being on the small council. So I think that helps. Uh, so he got he he got demoted on his return. No, he just he just didn't come back to it. So that's fine. There's a lot of pressure with the small council. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that sound means we have another pick in our mock draft. Uh, one four belongs to the Chicago Chargers as they've moved. Uh, looking over the roster, uh, you know trophies amounted a really nice group of wide receivers. I think he's done really well with uh, with the players he has. Quarterbacks in this draft, there's a couple of really big-time arms. For me, I think whether he keeps this pick or he trades down, I think a quarterback goes in the slot. For us, our top quarterback is Donald Yorkovic, QB out of Michigan State. He's got a pretty good arm. At the, at the report, we, we actually like A and above. But considering he's not coming to Chicago, his A- minus will do. He's had one of the better combines for a quarterback of the top guys in our, in our crew. I think uh, Donald would fit in very nicely. Uh, we've heard some rumors that, uh, that uh, the current quarterback in, for the Chargers may be being shipped to Dallas. We haven't confirmed that, but uh, Donald would be a nice, a nice entry for the Chicago Chargers if that is the case. Uh, before we get your, any more thoughts on that, I think we got another caller here, guest twenty-four. You there, guest twenty-four? Bueller. Yes. Bueller, twenty-four. You there? Sounded Bueller. All right. Man, about it might have been Nelson again. That's your boy, Canes. <laughs> Fucking Nelson. Can't do shit right. All right. Um. Oh. 
ladies and gentlemen, we have back-to-back picks coming up here uh, <clears throat> with the next selection. The New York Giants are up. We see that they have some needs at wide receiver, offensive line, defensive tackle, linebacker, and cornerback. To say this team is a bit depleted um, is an understatement. But uh, I think Victor has done a fantastic job uh, landing draft picks in this class. I think he owns a high percentage of first-round picks. Uh, number five is a kid or is a pick that he acquired from a certain GM out of Cleveland for a offensive lineman. I think that uh, the Giants fill that offensive lineman void with A.J. Lavelle, left tackle out of Ohio State, uh, highly ranked on our board, pretty good athlete. I think he, uh, the Giants need help on that offensive line. I know that he's been slowly rebuilding it. I think Lavelle uh, will, will do well for the New York Giants. Um, Pretty talented guy. Uh, I don't think he's going to slip much further. We have him going to New York at five. Now, do you see him projecting as more of a tackle or guard in the league? Um, you know, <clears throat> I think you have to run him out at tackle um, and see how that goes. Um, we think he can he can be he can play right or left tackle. Uh, he's going to need a little bit of he's going to he will need a little bit of love. Uh, and, and some attention to beef him up a little bit. Um, but we think he's going to play outside. Um, you know, uh, again, he has big shoes to fill. Uh, his impact block is a little bit low for an interior lineman for our standards. Uh, I think he's at C-plus is the grade out there. We'd like to see him at least a B if you're going to be an interior lineman or B-minus if you're going to be a guard. Um, so with that C-plus, impact block uh, with the B-plus pass block, I, I think he has to stay on the outside there. That, I think that's where, we, where we'd see him playing left tackle for the next 10 years. Do you see him, uh, does he compare a lot to that left tackle that the Rams took last year that they slid um, over the I right actually tackle? see a lot of similarities in the two. Um, I know that the Rams, uh, through the year, beefed him the hell up. He looks pretty sexy. Um, he's developed really, really nicely. I, I'm not sure if he's as physically gift, gifted, um, you know, combine-wise as was the Rams' offensive lineman. Um, but I think he's still going to be a pretty good, uh, a pretty good left tackle. Um, but that, that's a fair comp, I think so. All right, we got a uh, guest 14 on the line. Let's go to him. See if we have any luck. Guest 14, are you there? You tell me a big favor. Speak into the mic, S14. Can you do me a big favor? And down goes guest 14. That Kane, was is that how you how you talk is by speaking into the mic? Tell me yes. more, Sensei. Yes. Oh, man, we have breaking news here on this goddamn podcast. Do you want to give Guest 24 another crack at it? Yeah, let's give Guest 24 another go and see what happens. Guest 24, yeah. are you there? Well, hey there, fellas. Hallelujah. It is wonderful to be here on the Banks Report. This is honestly a lifetime dream realized. Oh, man, we love flattery here at the BS Report. Uh, guest 24, state your name and, and the team that you GM. This is Commissioner Nelson, representing 
the fine Mile High Denver Broncos. Mamma mia, we have Nelson on the line after eleven forty-two attempts. <laughs> I, I apologize. First, first I was at the gym, and then you unmute me. Then I'm taking a shower. Then you unmute me. You know, I was just trying to curl some twenties like our boy Turvis. You know, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't be talking on the bank's report when I'm trying to, you know, get these pipes going. Oh man, I, I I understand that man. I understand that. Uh, you were listed a couple of times as having some top rivalries in the league. Um, tell us, in your opinion, who has been your biggest thorn? Well, if I'm if I'm being honest about it, it it's got to be G G fuck. I mean, the the dude, I I can't crack the code. I mean, I'm, he's in my head. There's no doubt about it. I fully admit it. And frankly, we've we've tried different schemes, but but the cheese is too much. And and I'm I'm not coming on the bank's report to complain about about cheese or anything. Far from it. But to be totally honest, he's he's got my number. But on the on the other hand, who I would personally say is my rival is is Quartz Browns. You know, known known douchebag Quartz Browns. It doesn't count. Um, guys I'd like on the side. I'd, I'd like to get your opinion, Banks. Um, I, I think that um, I, I think that you and Corch are a funny rivalry. I do enjoy the two of you going back and forth. Um, it seems that you brought him in under your wing, and then he tried to outgrow you, but he's just not there yet. So uh, you know, you see that little conflict. It's similar to me and Soup. You know, I am the big spoon. He is the little spoon. He tries to get out of front. Right. You have to smack him back in his lane. So I can respect right. that out of you, Nelson. And I'm going to say this. Uh, a minute into this podcast, I like you so much better than the three years I've known you in this league. So uh, with that being said, I am now a believer in Nelson. Oh, with that, I also wanted to ask you, now that you kind of went from commish, like sole commish, the guy that everybody had their eyes on, to kind of – you know, on, an underneath role or maybe not in the spotlight. Do you feel like you're enjoying the league more? You know, that, that's a that's a good question. Um, I, I think is, is Caleb still on the line? Is he here? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I think I I, I kind of was listening earlier, but certainly um, heavy lies the crown, so to speak. So I think mm-hmm. um, you get a lot of attention, kind of like you allude to, and. Uh, you know, nine times out of ten, you you just want to do what's in the best interest of the league. So you, half the time you're getting these complaints, and you're kind of wondering, like, wait a second, why why do I have to kind of decide this on my own? Um, so yeah, that takes a lot of a lot of your kind of energy out of you. And sometimes it's nice just to go on autopilot four weeks at a time. You just kind of play your game, have a few trade talks, don't really pay attention to much, you know. Et cetera. That's true. Which is Speaking a, of trade talks, you had a big one. Yeah, finally uh, uncorked a super trade, you know, without Kelso because half of, you know, trading with Kelso is not actually a real super trade because he's so desperate to make one. So, you know, <laughs> we had a legitimate one with uh, the Cowboys. Very, very happy to see uh, Scam Newton come to, the, come to Denver. Now, who approached who on that trade? Is it something – you were looking to improve at quarterback, and you kind of mentioned that, and he came to you, or how did that come about? Well, Soup, uh, you know, actually going into this, I 
was kind of hoping to take a quarterback in the draft. I'm, I'm not in the best position to do so, but I, I like developing uh, quarterbacks. Um, but, no, it was actually uh, actually Bruns. You know, I've been having Stafford on the block here for about going on four, four years, which really wears on a guy. You know, I wanted to get him out of here because it's clear we don't want him in Denver. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, um, Cowboys reached out to us and said, uh, said Newton's available. And when a player like that is, I mean, you, you start doing what you need to to get the deal done. Did it start off as Newton as X, or was it Newton plus? Um, well, from my perspective, I figured I was going to have to package some things with Stafford, obviously, because uh, he's not quite the caliber quarterback that Newton is. Um, so, I, so I knew I was going to have to give him some more. So I essentially sent him about 10 different players and I said, you know, just make a combination out of these, whatever positions you need. And uh, Reynolds came back with a reasonable offer, but I felt it was a little steep. So a couple counter offers and honestly only took about an hour and we got the deal done. Uh, you know, full compliments to him. He's He's always been a really easy guy to trade with and I think you see that because he he makes a lot of them uh <clears throat> since we uh, also have you on here Nelson have you been listening to the mock uh the mock draft by the banks report here uh I, I caught a couple picks what what a uh, number are we on right now uh, we are currently on pick uh, five. We have the Kelso Fal- uh, Falcons, and we're going to call them the Falcons and not the Falcons because that man made the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. So a round of applause for Kelso and making the playoffs. Now, with that being said, uh, I have uh, – do you agree with Colmer being the best talent in this draft? I have him going number one. Is that for me? Yeah, that's um, no. uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, I haven't I haven't really looked into those uh, kind of ranking those top five guys because I wasn't really planning on being able to make a deal with Canes um, for you know obvious reasons. So um, haven't really uh, sorted those guys out. But yeah, the linebacker looked good, wide receiver looked good. I like Lavelle a lot. You know, I need some help on the line, so I was thinking him. He's got to be pretty high up. So now, far, do you still, do you still own 113? Yeah, I'm at 1.13. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think somebody was chiming in. They can go ahead and do that. Yeah, just for the people who aren't aware, the full super trade was Cowboys send Cam Newton, Stephen Tewitt, Colby Fleener, and Kiko Alonso to the Broncos for Matt Stafford, Eric Ebron, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and... Oh, who was that linebacker? Uh, Miles and, Jack. Uh, Miles Jack. And Miles Jack. In your opinion, what, what was the biggest piece you moved? Like the piece that you really, not that you're going to regret sending off, but probably the one that you valued most in that deal. Right. Yeah. It's definitely uh, it's definitely Jack. Um, I, I like Ebron. I, I've leaned on him pretty heavily the whole league because I drafted him in the fantasy draft. And he's a nice player. He he kind of has some low awareness, kind of low uh, catching ratings, despite being a good athlete. So, you know, I figured he's dropped enough passes for me. I think I'm fine moving on from him, even though he is a good player. But um, Jack Jack's uh, really unique, you know, because uh, you start the fantasy draft and 
I think he's 20, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's only 20 years old. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, so it, it, when you take him, even though he was like a 72 or something, I mean, you're you're looking at a good three, four seasons of development, and he's still going to be younger than whatever rookies you can take in the in the rookie drafts. Um, so I was pretty happy to get him from Kelso because Kelso drafted him originally. And uh, it's been really fun developing him. He's up to like an 82, I think. And he's, you know, still only like 23 years old uh, or 24. So I was, I was kind of, you know, sad a little bit to see him go, but um, you know, you got to trade value to get value. Certainly. All right. We have another caller here. Guest 19. State your name. Hello? Am I in? Yes, 19. You're on. Hello, this is uh, this is Kelso with the Falcons. Oh, Kelso, you can no longer be known as the Falcons. You made the playoffs, brother. Well, you know, there's, there's always next year to fail again. Uh, I had a quick question. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the wheel and possible uses for it next year. Um, I was wondering if, if there was any like particular bets made uh, concerning like winning a division um, and then one party were to fail on, uh, on that bet, if there was a chance that maybe we could see some wheel punishment for not, you know, owning up to their side of it. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, listen. I, wait, he fucking hung up, motherfucker. All right, listen. I'm gonna ask the podcast. I lost the bet, correct? But to me, if I'm gonna have to endure the punishment of having that ugly troll posted on my business wall for my customers to see, I don't think I also then have to go and purchase the said troll picture to post it up. So what I told Kelso was, if he purchases it and sends it to me, I will hang it up. But he thought that that was not what the agreement was, and he feels like I should also purchase it and lose my monetary funds and then also endure the embarrassment of having to have dumb posted on my wall. Well, well, Split the cost. Thing, I mean, like, yeah, how how much is this thing? How much how much is it going to be? Have we I, into that? I have no idea. I haven't even looked into what a cost of a dump, uh, a fathead would be. Six started go fun to me. <laughs> I would absolutely pitch in ten bucks for that. I mean, I'm I'm not kidding. I think the league would take care of this problem if it if it meant you know seeing a picture of this thing in the pizza parlor. And I'm just going to say I am the furthest person from being cheap, but this is my way of extending the time that I have to actually put dump. In full disclosure, this is just me not wanting to really have to put dump on my wall, but it's it's going to be inevitable. So I guess what I'm saying is, guys, start a GoFundMe for this event. Once we hit, uh, I don't know, let's say, eh, you know, whatever it costs, 100 bucks or whatever, we'll get it purchased, we'll put it up. I mean, it's already bad enough I have to have a fucking Kelsone on my menu. How is that? that um, we, I, I, last time I checked was like a week and a half ago. I think Kelsone and I were talking about it, and I think we had 15 or so sold, which is not bad. Um, but Are I don't know. Are the last... on the menu banks? 
Uh, it's not on the hard menu. We do inserts like lunch specials, daily oh, specials yeah, yeah, yeah. that we leave can, on can our table. Can we get table. a shot of that? I don't. I don't think I've seen a picture of that. Sorry to yeah. Uh, when I go back to work on tomorrow, when I'm at work tomorrow, I'll take a picture for you guys, and I will post it into in the group me, so you guys can see the wonderful Kel Zone live and in person at Sam's. Well, with uh. With uh, Kelso gone, it is his pick. I wish he was on to see who I was going to select for him. Um, we <clears throat> like speed at the linebacker position here at the Banks Report. Um, there's a nice gentleman by the name of uh, Macon Sinclair. He's a right outside linebacker, 3-4 uh, pass rush outside linebacker. We could see him sliding to the end. His 40 was pretty nice. We're thinking he could be as fast as an 87, 86 speed linebacker. Uh, that's pretty juicy. Uh, Kelso does have a need at linebacker. So that's who we have uh, him selecting with the sixth pick of the draft, uh, Mr. Sinclair out of USC. Good pick. And uh, with the next pick in the draft, we have the Tennessee uh, Titans. I'm not sure if they're still in Tennessee or if he's moved them to Houston and they're now the Oilers. I, I haven't, uh, I don't know that officially. But with that being said, uh, this gentleman has uh, some listed needs as defensive tackle, <clears throat> right tackle, and tight end. Uh, the Banks report uh, was going to go off the rails a little bit and just go best player available, but we're going to, we're going to, um, you know, stay in our lane and we're just going to go based on need here. And uh, we'd like uh, a gentleman by the name <clears throat> of Chauncey Lowe. He's a six foot six, three hundred and six pound pass blocking left tackle out of Alabama. Uh, we feel like Chauncey uh, can can fit. In. He's listed as left tackle. We think for sure he can slide over and play right tackle or anywhere on the offensive line. Honestly, uh, that's who we have going seven to the Titans. You wanna, yeah, I mean, any, do you care to care to recap the draft real quick? Just yeah, I'll, I'll, so you got one nope, in. No problem. Uh, at um, at one, we have Charles Colmer, linebacker out of A and M. We see him playing defensive end in the league. Uh, at two, with the Buffalo Bills, we have Ronald Heron, wide receiver out of LSU, speed guy, nice size, playing on the outside. Pair up with uh, uh, with the quarterback there in Buffalo. Um, Teddy Bridgewater uh, at three. The Dolphins uh, continue to help out that defense, which is porous. Uh, Tamarcus Gilchrist out of Alabama, uh, nice little DB. Uh, we got the Chargers going best quarterback in the draft with Donald Yorkovich, quarterback out of Michigan State. The Giants uh, start to build up that offensive line. A.J. Lovell, left tackle out of Ohio State. Uh, we have the Falcons taking Macon Sinclair. Outside linebacker out of USC, uh, possible opportunity for making the play on the uh, you know play defensive end, but I think uh, this Atlanta plays a three-four, so outside rush linebacker will likely be his destination. Um, and then ta- the Titans, we have taking a tackle out of Alabama. Uh, his name is Chauncey. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Chauncey Lowell. And that's where we're at with the first seven picks of the draft. Uh, 
And we have another pick we're going to go right off the draft. This is the Chicago Bears. Um, Bears definitely have a need at defense uh, on the defense. Um, defensive end is a nice spot that they could could address. Uh, our number one defensive end is more of a 3-4 DN, natural DN in uh, Parker Fasani. So he's not necessarily a fit. Uh, I think there's a good chance that uh, – you know, uh, Banks looks at uh, corner um, or even running back. Uh, we are big fans of Mac Pleasant, running back out of Stanford. Uh, fantastic combine, good grades. He's a speed back with some decent size. Uh, Mac Pleasant is the pick at 1-8 for the Chicago Bears. Keynes, how do you see the draft going so far? It doesn't matter what your name is. I think that's a, that's about right. Uh, Canes. Yes. You there? Yes, I am. All right. You're just a little quiet, man. We just want to make sure that you're still a part of us. Um, I think we have a caller, Guest 31. Soup, if you want to put him on the line. <clears throat> Guest 31, state your name. State the GM, uh, what GM uh, position you own. What's up? Um, Sean Connery, folks. Welcome, Sean. Hello, Welcome to the podcast. Did not see this call coming in. Yeah, me neither. The real so, what do you, uh... Super Ted! Yeah, um, Clever and I went back and forth for a good couple hours on that, and it was painful at times, but that's that's how it goes. Uh, you, are you, by you, painful, do you say, are you saying that uh, Clever was a tough negotiator, or was no, he just I grinding mean, you down? No, that's just how big trades are. I mean, usually, like I told Clever when we were PMing, usually I trade with people that aren't legitimate competitors at the same time. So it makes it a little tricky to get the right pieces going the right direction. Uh, so, you know, that that can prove to be difficult. But uh, we, we kept grinding at it, and we got something done. Sean, if Henry is able to line up and you get another snap off and you go on to tie or win the game, uh, are you making these moves this off season? Were you just getting restless, or is this just a reaction of – the frustration from that game. No, I was bored. Um, I just wanted to change. Clever and I both talked about it. Just it's fun to shake things up, uh, make things different. Um, I went from a 90-speed linebacker that's just an absolute badass to a guy that can bring off the edge and uh, bring heat. And I'm going to try and see if Corn Alexander can fill that void. Do you plan to play Mac at the defensive end or the outside linebacker spot? Both. Formation subs are going to be big for Mac, and uh, that's one reason why I like him because I use formation subs anyway. So you get a guy like that that just has the versatility, and uh, you can do a lot of things with him. You certainly uh, drop him into coverage too randomly because he's he's got that kind of speed. Yep, absolutely. I mean, he's 77 cover, uh, zone coverage as well, so uh, you can definitely drop him at middle linebacker in some uh, schemes. So we're going to try some different things and see what we got. But uh, the the underrated piece in that, in my opinion, was true. Fine, going to see uh, to wherever the hell he's at now. The Rams. Uh, he, he's he's a good ball player. He's 92 speed, and he's probably a top five corner in the league. So uh, he, you get a good piece for him there as well. 
Yeah, I thought Trufant was a great. Uh, uh, when we when you do Twitch and I, we watch your, I watch your games. I always see Trufant making plays, whether it's deflecting a pass, intercepting a ball. He seems yep. to uh, you know gravitate to the ball and make plays, uh, much like Shazier did. I mean, Shazier's a monster, and uh, you user him very well. Um, you're able to read coverages and read uh, read plays with him. But uh, Trufant being on the outside, he's kind of computer run and uh, for the most part, and he just continues to make plays. It's very tough beating him on that side. So I think uh, Mac is a great player, but I I, I do like the deal for uh, for the Bucks a great deal. I mean for for the Rams a great deal. Yeah, I mean it's like uh, Nelson said earlier. To to get something of value, you got to give up value. Uh, you can ask Clever. Trufant was the one I, I was really hung up on that trade because uh, the way I built the defense was is I wanted to get a linebacker in the middle, uh, roam there, take away the middle, and get two guys on the outside that can lock it down. And you know Hargraves now is a guy too that I think is probably just as good, if not better, than Trufant, especially from age perspective. Now you mentioned being bored. You think you done making moves for the season or? Uh... Yeah, I'm never done. Going on. Nah, trades are probably my favorite part of this league. Um, it, it's most interesting and most exciting. It's it's just cool. I mean, if the real NFL had this many moves going on, it'd be pretty wild. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm always PMing people, trying to make trades and whatnot. Uh, Bemo and I, we we talk shop all the time. Bemo's been quite active this offseason. Uh, we're going to interrupt this talk real quick to get to the next pick in the draft. That belongs to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I've seen RV put this pick up on the draft uh, on the trade block. Um, I know as of three days ago, he was pretty dead set on making the pick. And as we get a little bit closer to draft time, it looks like he may uh, be willing to move out of this pick and maybe. Uh, you know, beef up his team with more veteran presence. We'll see how that ends up unfolding. Uh, RV is n- usually a little bit uh, slower on the trigger to uh, make deals. I think uh, we'll put it that way, you know, from his Sim League run. I think he made one trade every 15 Sim years. Um, but <clears throat> with that being said, uh, he has some needs at on the defensive side of the ball, uh, at linebacker especially, also at corner. Um, I know the corners didn't test well as far as speed, but I still think uh, there is, you know, a lot of talent at the position. Um, so at the uh, Banks report, we are going to select uh, with the ninth pick of the draft, uh, Otis Stuber, Ohio State man-to-man. Uh, Stuber has good uh, zone coverage. I think a lot of teams run zone nowadays. Uh, he's got a solid B coverage. Uh, his speed, again, uh, can be hidden a little bit in that coverage, but uh, that is the guy that we have. He's a green diamond, so we think he's going to do well and project well on the next level. Oh, Otis is the pick at 1-9. He also throwing out accusations and shout. He quotes, unless he was cheating for his brother, damn Robinson brothers thick as thieves. I think he's referring to the game and when they play – when they played each other, where they just played each other score, pretty much by pulling pulling off the pulling the defenses off the field. So, yeah, I thought if anything was going to get the wheel, it was going to be that game. Uh, Caleb, in your opinion, since we still have you on here, um, do you see the wheel being used? in a situation like that moving forward, or is it going to be strictly when guys are, are playing the computer or playing a game and just 
uh, running up stats. Oh, I think I missed the conversation leading up to that. So uh, we they we were discussing uh, RV and his brother playing the other day um, with RV in a tanking situation. I think the combined score was like 118 points. Um, obviously, they didn't. They just ran up and trying to get as much XP for their offensive players. Uh, Keynes chimed in with his whiny self saying that he thought that was going to lead to a wheel being run. And my question to you was, uh, moving forward with the wheel, we saw it in action when, uh, you know, uh, RV's brother uh, test your, your patience and exploited his games against uh, the CPU. Is that ma- mainly what the wheel will be used for, or will you monitor oh. some of these user games? Uh, I don't think the user games have much... Uh way to monitor what we're going to, we're just going to, the intent of the league is to have fun as long as people aren't, are still having fun and aren't ruining everything, then we'll continue as we're doing now. Do you think, since I still have you here and you're uh, into the call, the cheesing that everyone whines about with certain players, um, you know, I, I, I pointed out the fact that you know you have a guy with like 91 speed at tight end getting 120 catches on a year. Uh, I think Nelson chimed in with G Funk and playing him. Uh, there's others that of uh, people have complained about uh, throughout the year. I'm sure some of your PMs uh, may have a player or two included in there. Uh, what's your general thought on the cheese level overall in the league? Is it relatively low? Uh, is it just uh, you know certain players seem to be the guys that? that are pointed out where the rest of the league is pretty pretty chill? Mm, I mean, I don't really buy into a whole lot of the cheesing. I think that at this point in the league, everybody knows how they're going to play. They're going to run the same 15 plays they've ran the entire time. So having the same play called over and over doesn't really – I don't really consider that cheese. It's kind of, you know, it is what it is. But you should know what's coming if he's going to run it repeatedly. With things like that, I'm never going to have a problem with. Uh, anyone else want to chime in with some questions for Caleb or anything like that? We've had a bunch of callers. Nobody's wanted to ask you many questions, Caleb. Oh, that's I okay. Thought, I thought it's an opportunity <laughs> to pick the, the commission's brain, and nobody wanted to take advantage of that. That's pretty Is, is, pretty is Nelson still on? Yeah, I'm here, Subi. I'm Kerry. I'm Kerry. Lying in uh, wait. It's always uh, good to hear the previous commission. and I was wondering if you, had, if, if, if you had a report card to give to Caleb, what would his grade be and why? Oh, Caleb, Caleb gets an A. I mean, I, I don't I don't dish out A pluses like the uh, public school system of America seems to do. You know, you really got to earn that thing. But yeah, by all accounts, uh, uh, Caleb's done a great job, and uh, the small council has done as well. I'll add. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he, I think Caleb would would say that we do a very good job of um, uh, discussing things internally and arriving at consensus um, over the Normally past. Normally, pretty straightforward with that. Yeah, I mean, you, usually the logic right on the wall. Yeah. So it just depends on what's going on. All right, gentlemen, uh, the tenth pick of our mock draft is coming up. <clears throat> the 10th pick belongs to uh, the one and the only uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals uh, have some needs on the O-line, some needs at defense, uh, at outside linebacker, 
and cornerback. Um, I'm not very familiar with the Bengals' uh, style of play and where where they like to go with it. So we're going to trust our, our big board here, and, and we're going to go defense for him. And uh, we like this player. Uh, <clears throat> we think he can make an impact on the field. He's a <clears throat> uh, free safety out of Clemson, big hitter, uh, B-plus hit. Uh, his name is uh, El Granin Sidney, uh, zone free safety, five foot ten, 198 pounds, Guy brings the lumber. We, uh, I think he's a, you know, one of the higher-rated players in the draft, uh, and we like him as a fit here for the uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals at ten. And uh, before we we get to comments, I think uh, with the podcast running a tad long, we're going to cap our mock draft at ten, and I will put a written breakdown of the Banks report, top fifteen picks as was voted on in the in the group me and agreed upon. And I will put that in writing into the into the um, group me a little bit later on this evening. So we'll cap it at ten for the podcast, and we'll do eleven through fifteen. Uh, you know, uh, when I post it a little bit later on this evening. Yeah, I think it's about time. We're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, well, again, I, before callers, we wrap up any... the show, we still have Sean and Nelson on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Uh, well, I, Sean, you and you and Soup got into a little tit for tat this afternoon. Do you guys want to, you know, uh, mend fences here? I mean, we're all about, you know, growing up there's here. Nothing, so. there's, there's nothing to mend. I, I don't take shit personally with him. And I will agree. We neither one of us takes shit personally. All right. Well, I'm I'm glad that everybody here can move on and be happy. Uh, can we all agree that, um, you know. Nelson's At the end of the shit. day, the Dolphins have the uh, no. the worst personality in in the league. That was for oh. me. Look at you, just going for cheap laughs. So empathetic. Oh, but that's what I think. Doing, he does man. have the best meme presence, though. Yeah, I think this is the <laughs> Banks report. I mean, you hate to see this. I don't know uh, how many Apple Teenies deep you are, but oh, um, I don't drink Apple Teenies. I drink <laughs> Red's Apple Ales. He drinks yeah. straight from the cock. <laughs> I like how Soup was like, hey, guys, as we prep for the podcast, hey, guys, hey, Banks, don't come to me a lot on the podcast. And then the motherfucker is, like, dominating 40% of the conversation here. So that's always nice to see. Uh, <clears throat> but let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, usually callers on the line, we give – them a final shout out to the league final word and we'll go uh first to the callers then we'll go to our guest uh caleb and then we'll let uh the um co-host uh share their thoughts to end the podcast so with that being said sean final words to the league uh any shout outs any any kind of shade you want to throw whatever you want to get off your chest just a final comment before we we head out no nothing really to say i'm looking for another season um Hopefully we keep the drama to a minimum. I know that's not going to happen, but that'd be nice. Uh, Nelson, your final thoughts. Uh, Banks, just want to commend you and you and Soup and I guess Kane. Is is this a regular thing for Kane's or is that, is that what we're doing? I, I don't want to compliment tri- Kane's before. It was a before. it was a trial run for him to see how it went. I see. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, uh, Soup. And Banks, really well, well done here. Um, I had my, I had my qualms about this, but you, you guys, 
honestly, for a first show, really good job. And way back in the day, uh, three years ago, when when this league was just a glimmer in the eye of uh, uh, Lank, Lank and I, um, this is what we envisioned, you know. So uh, thanks for uh, thanks for providing a little entertainment, a little a little bit of news for everybody. Rest in peace, Lank. Uh, Caleb, our beloved commissioner, uh, let you uh, give any final words to to the masses. Oh yeah, I'm making some quesadillas right now. That's not really a whole lot to say after that, though. I think uh, I think Nelson got the sentiments pretty well. Good job, guys. Uh, Soup, we have one caller. I hate to turn him away last second. Do you want to get uh, guest 24 on the line real quick before we sign off? Yeah, that was. That was Bronco. Uh, it was Nelson. Oh, that was Nelson. All right, no problem. Okay, I just wanted to make sure if anybody called in, they got their voice heard. Uh, Keynes, you've been largely quiet, uh, but this was, as Soup called it, your test run. Uh, your final words. Uh, some real yeah, final I words. Mean, uh, I think. Clearly, Soup called it. Keynes or me? I said Keynes multiple yeah, times. Soup. I know it's getting late, bro. Uh, I know it's getting late. <laughs> Go ahead, Gabe. Uh, just some clean up some things on things we discussed before the show. Um, a lot of trades that we didn't get to talk to. I'll go over them real quick. Uh, Patriots, Patriots and Seahawks were really active trading amongst each other. Seahawks uh, made a lot of moves. Oh, no, hey, Jamaica. Here. Watch out for number twelve turn. Scary, yeah. Well, Seahawks took some risks in that number 12 turn, picked up uh, Tahir Whitehead, and I believe he is active looking for picks in this draft, so we'll see how that goes for him. Um, That's enough of Canes. I put his ass on mute. We can move on. Yeah, I mean, we've had a long podcast. We don't want to be put to sleep at this point. Uh, I'm going to give it to Soup here real quick. Your final thoughts. Uh, Before Soup talks – when we got on, I think late last night or maybe early this morning, and we said that we were working on this podcast for like 12 hours yesterday, by we, I meant mostly soup. Uh, that dude put in a ton of work onto this podcast. Uh, I just basically try to steer the ship, but uh, ship, but soup put in a massive amount of energy and time into this to get uh, the production quality as as good as we can get it, you know, at, for our first run, we'll we'll be improving. But soup, uh, much love to you. I wanted to make sure that I said that before you said your final words. But go ahead, man. Final shout out. We appreciate that. And uh, don't sell yourself short. You did a really good job preparing. And uh, you've got one of those just demeanors that that's really good with leading a podcast. And I think you proved that today. And Kane's, we give him a hard time, but he prepared a lot and he he came up with some good content and he contributed a lot throughout the whole process. He's actually the one that came up with the idea to to add these soundboards and stuff by downloading all these things and making the podcast even better than what it could have been. But uh, I just want to say thank you to all the callers. We had a lot of guests on tonight. and I think it's good for the league to have people contribute. I know it's kind of cheesy, but either way, it's fun. It helps pass the time, and that's, that's all I got. Uh, and my final thing is just uh, a thank you to Soup, a thank you to Keynes, uh, and and you know all the bullshit aside, Nelson, the small council, uh, you know Caleb, everybody. It, it's not easy running a league, especially one that's filled with 32 members that have 
all kinds of egos and personalities and all kinds of other crap. We're all ultra competitive, pretty nerdy. We play video games for a living and we talk about it on the podcast. Um, that's kind of where we're at with it. But I hope everyone in the league enjoyed this very, very much. We had fun putting it together. Uh, we were super excited when we were able to add the voice drop-ins. So those 12 hours last night and another you know, four or five this afternoon to get it to work right, uh, really, it, it was worth it. Um, we hope you did enjoy it. We will try to make this uh, you know, uh, somewhat and uh, 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 somewhat. Uh, I, I want to say weekly, maybe, maybe every couple of weeks. We'll we'll try to throw this. Maybe every off season, we'll discuss it. We'll see what you guys' uh, f- uh, feedback is. But uh, we appreciate all the love. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and thank you once again. And soup, you can ride us off in the sunset with one of the best clips I've ever heard in my life. Hola, is that you? With them big old thighs after school. Uh-huh. J305, I gave me high five when I said I'm in high pursuit. You said I won't ride until Kendrick drive a new Monte Carlo that cruise. Uh-huh. And that shot my pride. I tried to improv, but no freestyle. I never do. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.